Welcome to uh, another Hometime podcast, um, something that doesn't get mentioned during the show, but very much should be recognised right now at the beginning of the podcast, is that one of the team uh, is celebrating a birthday today. Uh, but it's it's not Bush, and it's not me. Uh, yes, it is the Tooting Bullsmaster himself. It's our producer, Adem. Hi, Adem. Hi, you are right? Yeah, don't be shy. Yeah. It's your birthday. Step forwards. Have you have you had anything nice? How's your day been so far? Well, I've spent it with you two since half twelve today. So yeah, amazing, lucky guy. <laughs> that would be a say, lot of people's dream birthday. Well, a lot, yeah, of, a lot people of people like me are. They? People would pay for that uh, privilege, and a few have over the years. <laughs> what are you doing tonight then we're going to leave you in a second what, uh, what are you going to do this evening for your birthday so we're in lockdown so I can't go anywhere so me and my flatmate Natalie we're having a Mexican fi- uh, fi- I was going to say fiesta a Mexican feast not a fiesta I've created a new word a fiesta a no, Mexican no, no, feast it's, it's a word it's a car Ford Maycomb <laughs> um Am I right in thinking you've got a moustache and a sombrero planned this evening? I've got the sombrero one on. right now, yeah. <laughs> well, and if you, what about the moustache, though? Have you actually got the moustache? Yeah, it's a stick-on one, but I don't think it's going to stick on because I already have a beard. So I, Honestly, we've been talking, you're about to hear on the show about school <laughs> projects and stuff. You're going to look like, you know when someone draws a face <laughs> on an egg? <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a picture and you can decide later. That'd be great, thanks. Here's the podcast. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Just want to say huge love and huge congratulations to my brilliant mum and dad, Jerry and Nigel, uh, who celebrated yesterday their 47th wedding anniversary. Can you believe Amazing. that? Amazing. What an innings. What an innings. 47 years, which is uh, an unbelievable thing. And going all the way back to when they first met in Liverpool, uh, just a bit of intel, my mum was a nun and uh, was training to become a nun and went away from the cloth, if that's actually the phrase. Wow. Because she had a calling to have kids and obviously couldn't resist the lure of Nigel. Wow, that's incredible. What a story. It, it's, it's, uh, it's got an Angela's Ashes type backstory to it, that's for sure, on the mean streets <laughs> of Liverpool. However, here's the interesting thing, right? So when I obviously found out they had the 47-year anniversary, it's like, right, what, what do you get them? What is the gift? You know, and every wedding anniversary year has got a different kind of material yeah. that you're supposed to get them. Weird thing is, right, it goes all the way up to 25. So the 25th year um, material is silver. And then yep. after that, can you believe this? It then goes to every five years. I did not know that. So silver, then it's pearl for 30th, and then yep. coral for 35th. You think if you've done, you know, you, you'd put together, you know how hard it is sometimes being in a relationship <laughs> or being married, just even getting over four or five years is a hell of achievement, uh, to get to 30-odd and then realise that you have to wait every five to actually get rewarded with some kind of material. I feel like anyone who's racked up over 25 years of marriage will be a little bit put out and feel a bit robbed by this. Do you know what I mean? So are you saying to me that Jerry and Nigel got something for their 45th and they've now got to wait for their golden wedding anniversary to get the gold and they get nothing in between? That's right. Sapphire back at 45th. The next bit of material they're going to be getting is on the 50th, which is gold. Wow. That's, that's injustice. That's incredible. It, I got, it I is got all- linen for four years. 
Did Lynn and this, this is it? I mean, you're racking up a material a year in the early yeah. days of marriage. And if anything, the, the reward system should be stacked towards accruing <laughs> quite a long period of time. <laughs> Definitely. So, look, we need to come up with a material. 47 years. Think about that. How long they've been sat in the room getting annoyed with each other because, you know, maybe someone's turned over in the middle of their program or talking when there's an important bit on in a TV show. They deserve some kind of a material. What material would suit 47 years in the marriage game? 8, 12, 15. Let's sort this out. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay. Let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Some good suggestions coming in. Glenn has tweeted to suggest Duffel uh, using the leftover material from the Big Coat Protocol, which is, of course, very much in our rearview mirrors right now. Duffel, I love that. Chris Henry suggests sock puppets, which is one of the weirdest things we've had into this show <laughs> for a long, long time. What is he on about there, there, Chris? Yeah, uh, Matt course, is suggesting uh, fuzzy felt, which is always a very feel-good um, material oh. from uh, the times I've had the chance to play with it. It was you I used to love playing with that school, making little scenes, etc. Uh, the weird line continues with Edward, who has tweeted us to say, "What about a ride in a P forty-seven Thunderbolt?" Hold on a minute, I know what he's done there now. Forty-seven. Ah, oh, very clever. Makes sense. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Andrew, who is very much into sheds, in fact, it looks like here he may run the Shed of the Year competition, uh, <laughs> has suggested wow. the perfect material gift for 47 years is shiplap, uh, which is, of course, the uh, wooden formation that you'll find most sheds come in. Might be one more for your mum than your dad there. You know, shiplap sounds like some kind of punishment if you, you were escaping during the Middle Ages or something. <laughs> Cato Nine Tails or something like that. Matt in Stourbridge says get them some tarmac uh, because they are very much paving the way to the golden 50th. I think as the lockdown's been going, my dad will be buried under it at this rate. It keeps getting on my mum's nerves. Uh, Malk from the West Mid says, Bush and Richie, how about Velcro? They're sort of stuck together. Good point. It's nice. Lycra, says Laura in Cheshire. It can be pulled in all directions, but it always seems to hold its shape like a strong marriage. Oh, that's nice. I was wondering where she was going for a second there, but I kind of like that. Uh, there's a brilliant suggestion coming for camouflage, which I think anyone who's been married for a while knows how that kind of thing works. Uh, Stuart Kidd from Oxted says, after 47 years of marriage, it's got to be Kevlar. Love it. <laughs> and an expensive suggestion from Sal, who says silver is number 47 on the periodic table. You could return to silver one more time. In terms of the maths as well, right, someone says, how about combining the years? So 47 could be a combination of 23 and 24. Well, here's the thing. It gets to 20th, which is porcelain, and then there's nothing right the way through to silver, which is the 25th, which you just mentioned there. So essentially, going with their equation, that would be double porcelain, which is too much. <laughs> too much. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. One of the things um, over the last seven weeks about being at home, um, and you try and look for a little bit of positivity in life, is that some people are picking up new skills. We've talked about it on this show. Some people have chosen to uh, maybe teach themselves a language. Some people are going out running. Some people may, may even be fitter. Some may have gone the other way and be eating a little bit more. But do you know what? One thing I have to share, personally, I'm quite disappointed about, and this is a little bit of a niche observation. You'll know how much I'm into my coffee. 
coffee and my beloved coffee machine at home. I'm, I'm drinking more coffee than I had been. And one thing that has not got better is my latte art. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Do I even have to ask what this is? Is that them doing stuff like they do on the top of a Guinness? Is that what that is? Kind of, yeah. So if you remember coffee shops, remember that? I think remember I do such remember things? them, yeah. Yeah, like and chatting the, to people and that, yeah. Exactly, yeah. The barista would make you this fantastic coffee and then the milk would go on, sometimes a froth milk and all that kind of stuff. And you'd be handed it back and right at the end, just as that frothy hot milk was being poured in from their beautiful jug they'd waggle their wrist and with a little flick of the fingers a little pattern would emerge on top of your coffee and you'd look at it and maybe it looked like a beautiful leaf maybe a smiley face maybe a heart or something or other at the yeah. moment it looks like i've gobbed in it it's it's just revolting <laughs> And but I, I thought with practice maybe I'd get better. If there's anybody, I, I know I've said comments about baristas in previous times. Yeah, what's anybody... it? Sorry, let's, let's recap actually what you said. You said that it was it was an absolute fraud and anyone can do it. So it's quite interesting that you've come back to the table, cap in hand a little bit. Please, sir, can I get some oh, help? Only about the cherry on top bush. The actual making of the coffee, I oh. still think, has been easy. But the little the little bit of finesse, I'm holding my hands up and saying I'm lacking in it and I want to be better. So if anyone has tips on latte art, like I said a couple of minutes ago, it's a niche request. 81215 or your tweets at Absolute Radio. I'm, I'm thinking of the book of this now. You've fallen off your perch. I'm going to call it From Beans to Bust, Richie Firth's <laughs> Coffee Story. <laughs> The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Home time on a Wednesday night. I think we found the gift for my parents. John from High Wycombe says, 47-year anniversary gift, a copy of the 2013 Keanu Reeves movie, 47 Ronin. Might be on Blu-ray. Good idea. I'll grab that for them. Cheers. <laughs> Um, I've got an idea for a gift for them. Get them a, a home barista set like, I, like I've got at the moment. I've become addicted to my uh, coffee making over the last year and a bit. But the one thing that has not picked up and the one thing that's not even got any better over this last seven weeks at home when everyone's improving their home skills is my latte art. And I've been after your help this afternoon. 8, 12, 15 for your texts or tweets at Absolute Radio. Uh, last night, a lot of you had issues with the way Richie was pronouncing chorizo. Uh, this continues again today now. The lead steampunk market have got in touch and said, Bush, can you please tell Richie to pronounce latte the right way? It's Italian for milk. It rhymes with pate, not pate. <laughs> okay. I'll bear it's that in harsh. mind. I say latte as well. I say latte Thank as well, you. man. So uh, I I'm with Richie on this would. one. Uh, Stephen says, post-lockdown, we could bring our mobile barista school to the studio and give you all a lesson in latte slash latte art and maybe some espresso martinis as well. Or we could do it over a Zoom. Ooh. So, hey, that's a nice offer. That's not a bad offer at all. An espresso martini would be fantastic, especially heading towards the bank holiday weekend. And Mike says, uh, Richie, it may be my memory failing me, but surely it's only flat whites that get art. I don't think the latte has the right consistency. Oh, well, you see, that's why I'm going wrong then. <laughs> you're trying it on, you're barking up the wrong tea, tree, trying it on the wrong coffee. <laughs> Absolute Radio. 
They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Pretending to be a lion. That's another activity. That's one that I was up to this morning uh, as, <laughs> as I was uh, playing with uh, my two-year-old. Uh, and unfortunately, a game that ended in tears. Uh, I don't know whether you're like this, Bush. Uh, when, they, when the little ones, when the littlest ones get ever so excited and they're really, really laughing, laughing uncontrollably, as a parent, you're like, oh, this game's going really well. They love this. I'm going to be even more crazy. And so I was pretending to be a lion. He loves lions. So I'm like roaring, the scariest lion. And suddenly I get on all fours and I'm like, like, you know, crawling around the lounge. I have given myself, I promise you, the worst carpet burn on my right knee. It is so painful. The game was over immediately. I'm having to search out the Savlon and uh, apply it and and calm this wound down. It did make me wonder uh, what little uh, injuries at home, a little home injury hotline we could uh, could put together this afternoon uh, from injuries that you have picked up over the last seven weeks whilst we are just at home home so you're expecting us to believe that the carpet burns on your knees are from crawling around playing and pretending to be a lion i just want to just confirm that at this point in the show that that's absolutely what it because that is what happened i am a very scary lion bush and it was whilst i was pretending to be a lion that i picked up the carpet burn sure you weren't burn being a big bear you know what i mean <laughs> no i was being a lion Arr! There we go. Actually, you are quite scary. Fair play. You are Thank quite you. scary. Actually, to be honest with you, right, and talking of weird, like, in-the-house injuries recently, I bent down to get something out of the toolbox yesterday. You know what I was saying? that um, I've been putting some pictures up recently, and I yep. leant on my ankle, and it made a weird clicking noise, and I've not been able to walk on it properly since then. It's absolutely pathetic. I feel lame, like a lame animal that... And it almost should be put out of its misery. So, yeah, I feel like I picked up a bizarre little injury as well, to be fair. You are the complete opposite of the ferocious lion that I was being earlier. Completely. I'm ashamed to say that I am. You're absolutely right. Let's compile our little home injuries hotline. 8-12-15 with the text. You can tweet us at Absolute Radio. The last seven weeks, while we've all been at home, who gets injured at home? What have you picked up? What have you done? 8-12-15 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Lee's let us know about her flatmate Kelly, who stabbed her thumb with a fork trying to open a pack of rich tea biscuits. That's about as bleak as you can get, isn't it? it trying to open rich tea. That's the lockdown for you in a nutshell. Trying to wedge open. Rich tea biscuits. Salma's been on. She says she's got a condition that she's termed mouse wheel finger. Now, surely you're still using a mouse at work. I think she's working from home a lot more. And it's just that little... I know what you mean, though. That little weird noise. I hate the noise that that mouse wheel makes when you're scrolling, doing... Yes. Scrolling too much. Getting on each other's nerves, like getting annoyed that someone else is doing too much scrolling. That's what it can lead to. Darren has done something to his neck or shoulder by uh, topping up the paddling pool with gorilla tubs full of hot water for his two-year-old. I think it's these toddlers that are causing all the injuries at the moment. And I love this one. Lulu says she's got a sore head from banging it against a brick wall with three teenage girls. It's kids again. I've got all this to come.
<laughs> uh, to add to my carpet burn from this morning, uh, Gareth has managed to rip off his little fingernail after some oh. overzealous scrubbing after Sunday lunch. Do you know what I'm thinking? With, with the amount that we've been getting in here and the amount of injuries people have been sustaining, maybe next week, in terms of the lockdown awards, there's room for some kind of medal of honour, medal of valour for people who have <laughs> yeah. injured themselves in the line of lockdown. Maybe we need to give those guys idea. some attention. Uh, Roxy says, I've broken my leg falling down the stairs. I've got a full leg cast on now for the next six weeks as if lockdown wasn't bad enough. Laura Ouch. says, Bush, Richie, I've sustained two burns whilst making cheese on toast in the grill following a drunken family Zoom quiz the other weekend. Needless to say, <laughs> all our snacks are now pre-prepared before the chat starts. And it gets more painful. I sat on a red ant's nest whilst doing the garden wearing shorts and got bitten where no person should ever be bitten, says this person. <laughs> <laughs> Worst of the lot. 81215 for your text. Tweet us at Absolute Radio as the home injury hotline continues. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Glenn in Cumbria has managed to knock himself out and put a one-inch dent into his head by headbutting his PC tower whilst Ooh. trying to turn it off. Top skills. Oh, and particularly if you've got a gaming PC, they've, they're quite like uh, sci-fi sharp angles. That's going to smart. Uh, this text says, me and the wife are having a lie-in watching the news when my daughter, who's six, came into the room, jumped up on the bed and thought she'd be a toddler again, but decided to run up the bed, not looking where she was putting her feet, resulting in her stamping in a very uncomfortable area for me. There was a very loud crack, a lot of swelling, very painful, and I still can't walk properly. Every bloke in the land crossing their legs right now as they're listening to that. Ow. The loud crack. What cracked? I, I don't, I don't oh. answer, actually. I don't uh, want to know. Claire in Southampton says, technically this didn't happen at home. However, last week, when I went to Asda, I was in the crisp aisle, which was virtually empty, apart from one multi-bag at the back of the top shelf. I couldn't dare ask for help, so I attempted to climb on the bottom shelf and then using a packet of digestives to reach up and flick them down. I managed to pull a muscle in my neck. It is so painful a week later, I can't turn my head. Good news is, though, I got the crisps. Hey, that's the main thing. At least you've got your value pack. Uh, John in Stafford says, my wife managed to break her ankle getting the bin in from the pavement. He's thrown her under the bus a little bit here. And this one says, I'm Emma. I broke two toes after drinking a can of fizzy Coke and trying to jump over the sofa like a man jumps over a fence. One hand down, two feet to follow. Epic fail. Come on, everyone. Look, we're staying at home. How are we picking up all these injuries? It's one of the most said things at the moment, but please stay safe. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Uh, Andrea in Whitley Bay, one more little home home injury for you. Uh, waxing top lip and tore skin and hair off. I'm now sporting an Ooh. ugly scabbed top lip. What a look. Hey, I tell you, this one's just coming as well. Guys, can you please do a shout-out to my daughter, Amy Jones, who hasn't left the house for five weeks, apart from a trip in the back of an ambulance to A&E after dislocating her knee playing Just Dance, the video game. The kids, <laughs> the things kids do to escape isolation. 
Uh, and wow. On the way, just after six, actually, we'll be unveiling the latest category in our lockdown awards. And it's something to do with kids and being trapped in the house and education. So watch this space. Speaking of education, I think it's about time we got another one of my dad, Nigel's maths brain teasers on the go. And this time he's exploring different products. Have a listen to this. Hi, Andy. Here's test number three for Aaron. Two CDs plus five boxes of chocolates cost £29. Or four CDs plus two boxes of chocolates cost £34. How much do CDs cost and how much do the boxes of chocolates cost? Just to repeat, two CDs plus five boxes of chocolates cost £29. Four CDs and two boxes of chocolates cost £34. How much are the CDs and how much are the chocolates? Bye for now. Where's the fruits, Bush? Where's the fruits? He's upgraded. He's just, they've moved him. If, if there's a, a virtual supermarket that my dad inhabits in terms of his maths quizzes that he's been sending to my eldest daughter, he's now been moved over to a different department. If you think you know the answer, 8, 12, 15. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Over the next two weeks on this show, we've launched an incredibly glamorous awards called the Hometime Lockdown Awards, celebrating excellence through being trapped in the house. Each night, a different category. Each night, we're left with three nominees. Uh, and we get a step closer to a week on Friday, having a live-streamed and incredibly glitzy awards ceremony. Tonight's category is a real beauty. I know lots of people have been doing this whilst listening to the Hometime Show and it's good to have been on in the background. We're after the most imaginative homeschooling activities. So if you've been teaching your kids at home but doing it slightly differently and you've felt fairly proud of yourself, get in touch. This is really a chance uh, to celebrate things because I think it's been one of the toughest aspects of the last seven weeks and that is taking on the mantle of being a teacher uh, and realising how tough a job it is, realising the gaps that you have in your own knowledge and education. Uh, Well, if there's something that you've been excelling at or as Bush says, some ingenuity that you have employed to impart genius to others, this is what we need to hear about. Something that you've done that you're proud about or your other half has or a member in your family that you want to let us know about head to our facebook page or you can tweet us at absolute radio or you can text us 8 12 15 get yourself nominated for the home time lockdown awards kicking us off ashley ely's been on says guys i did an art lesson with the kids on banksy we ended up finding some old spray paint in the shed and we've done our own and he's tweeted in some photos of uh, them trying out you know the stencil thing that bounce uh, the banksy does yeah absolutely fantastic an amazingly imaginative homeschooling activity. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here. It's absolutely ready on a Wednesday night. We're in the midst of our Hometime Lockdown Awards. Tonight we're looking at ingenuity through homeschooling. So if you've done something a bit different in the world of homeschooling your kids whilst they're all trapped in the house, get in touch. You could get a nomination. And speaking of homeschooling, a lot of we've been having a guest, a cracker, uh, my dad's maths test thing that he's been doing. The reason this has come to light is obviously that my dad has been sending out um, a little voice note question for my eldest daughter, Erin, and her cousins each and every day and we're seeing whether you guys can get it as well has anyone though got anywhere close to trying to work out how much the cds and how much the chocolates are 
I reckon your dad could be getting a nomination in the uh, Home Time Lockdown Awards for his homeschooling efforts. Uh, but quite a consensus here. Phil Taylor saying CD seven quid, chocolate three quid, uh, which is something that Nicola is echoing. Paul Lambert says the same, as does Ian Black. And Adam Swinney is commenting that maybe they are Freddos at this particular price. <laughs> People have always got a problem with the price point. Let's check in with Nigel and find out the answer. Hi, Andy. Here's the answer to quiz number three. CDs cost £7 and chocolates cost £3. That's all for now. Bye. If you got that right, congratulations and hashtag that's all for now. Bye. Hometime Lockdown Awards today are after your most imaginative homeschooling activity as we salute the new part-time teachers that are running the education system of the United Kingdom. Matt Proctor has made up matchbox car darts. Launch wow. your choice of three cars down a sloping tube onto a numbered target drawn on the floor. Count up your score for a bit of mathematics. He's got kids, right? He's not just doing that himself. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope he'd, be, he'd, be, uh, he'd be good to know in prison, wouldn't he? Do you know what I mean? He'd make, <laughs> make the time pass nicely for you. Uh, some of these things that are coming in are unbelievable. I mean, I don't know how people think of this stuff. It's amazing. Uh, Mark McGovern says, During lockdown, my son and I skipped school lessons and made a bird table. It's an actual table for birds to sit and eat at. It cost us a tenner. And the photos are absolutely fantastic. Birds can sit at what looks like the, a table you get in a pub beer garden. It's knocking spots off the old CDT lessons I used to do. Uh, Dane says, a tube of Smarties, count them, make a graph, average and mean, etc., depending on age, add two colours, whatever, then the fun bit. Subtract, in brackets, eat, a few, a few Smarties, and then do the maths all over again. Repeat as necessary. Do you know what? I think the maths bit of that is just a little bit sketchy. It's just mainly about eating uh, the <laughs> smarties, isn't it? Which is fair play. Helen says, listen to this. Uh, guys, we've done a few fun things. Cinema day, looking at time and money. Garden birds day, looking at data handling and painting watercolours. We've done a cafe covering money. And most recently, a vets reading and writing about pets and learning about the names of bones for x-rays. Loving your work. Possibly a shoe in for a nomination tonight in the Hometime Lockdown Awards. The category is Most Ingenious Bit of Homeschooling. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. I reckon you'll like this one from Nick, who's been using Monopoly for simple maths by stealth, as uh, he describes it for uh, for his son. Uh, says that there's also anger management lessons that are coming out of it for one of the grown-ups as well, so that's good. Thank you to Sarah, who's tipped us off about this brilliant dad up in Glasgow. He's made the papers, actually. Glasgow dad dresses up as different teachers every day to homeschool kids. Apparently, he's been dressing up as a host of lockdown academy teachers to help his kids study <laughs> whilst at home. That's Alan Snedden. Good on him. That sounds brilliant. What a dad. Uh, Adam says, not sure if this counts, but my partner has made this at home from an old pallet uh, for the uh, two and three-year-old kids at the nursery, which she's a key worker at. It is indeed an old pallet, uh, but it's a picture of the plant life cycle and uh, how the seed grows and the, the plant grows and the tree grows and the seed dies and then the seed goes to become another seed and so on and so forth. It's a very impressive piece of craft. 
It's amazing what you can do with a pallet, isn't it? It really is amazing. And I love this text. It says, guys, I get my son to count the amount of beers that are in the fridge at night, then count them again in the morning and see how many have gone. It helps me remember and it helps him with his maths. That could be my favourite text of the evening so far. Good on you. Let's have a look at uh, some last few. Matt in Morden says, we've split the job of homeschooling our daughter. Uh, My wife has created a full timetable and converted the garden room into a makeshift school. I've been responsible for art and culture. So we've watched all the Connery and more Bond films with her. She keeps asking me what would happen if all Bond's girlfriends got together. Would he be in trouble? Oh, that's amazing. What an amazing hypothetical situation. I would say probably yes. Uh, hi to Joe Baldwin, who says we're currently sat in the garden having a cheeky Wednesday beer and listening via the app. That's Joe, Sean and Finlay. He's age four. That's an early one for a little cheeky beer. Finlay, start them as you mean to go on. Maybe that's the education angle. Uh, he says we taught our four-year-old, Finlay, some engineering skills. Look how pleased he is with his first dam construction. Oh, I'd love to have done this when I was a kid. He's made an actual dam across across a stream in some countryside near their house. That is very impressive. Very uh, Stephen impressive. is very honest. He says, I'm a lazy and lucky homeschooler. I get the boy to watch natural history programmes and make him take notes, and then he reports back to me. Meanwhile, I'm now fourth in the world at Candy Crush. So at least someone's achieving their targets in that house. Fantastic. And here's a little interesting footnote from an actual teacher. Uh, Victoria says, guys, I'm a primary school teacher and I want all parents out there to know that they're doing a great job and that if your child makes it to the end of the day with all of their fingers intact, it's a good day. Good to know. We'll find out who makes the final three next. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. That's right, the final three. The nominees for Category 3 in our prestigious Hometime Lockdown Awards Most Imaginative Homeschooling Activity. Uh, The judges wanted to acknowledge that maths was one of the hardest subjects to convey and that is why they wanted to shortlist Matt Proctor. Uh, Congratulations for uh, making up the game of matchbox car darts uh, and uh, uh, using uh, these wonderful toys to uh, turn it into a mathematical game. Well done, Matt. Uh, The judges also wanted to commend Helen with what they described as a meze of different lessons, including reading and writing about pets and learning the names of bones for x-rays. And the judges are all fans of the Bond movies, and maybe that's why they wanted to recognise Matt in Morden for uh, the way he has made his daughter watch all the Connery and more Bond films together uh, for her art and culture syllabi. Fantastic. Thank you for all your brilliant suggestions and input this evening. We'll have another awards category for you tomorrow in our final show before the bank holiday weekend. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hey! That's hey. us just dropping in on uh, the uh, end of the podcast here, uh, dropping in on our producer Adem's birthday celebrations. Uh, he's not with us right now, obviously, because he's celebrating, as you can hear. Uh, so we better just end the podcast and uh, and throw to Hugh Davis, I guess. Yeah, Adem is knocking back tequilas and high-fiving his flatmate Natalie. Find out on tomorrow's podcast. Should we do a little reveal on tomorrow's podcast how Adem's uh, lockdown birthday party was? Yes, let's do it. Yes. He'll love that. There he is, driving off in a fiesta. Hey! 
You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person or wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.